When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For joining us for the PHNX Suns postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman and Espo. Gerald Borgay will be joining us from the Footprint Center shortly. And guys, we broke the three-game losing streak tonight. The Suns took down the Magic 116 to 113. How you feeling? Fantastic. Fantastic. A win's a win. I don't care how it comes. Most importantly, it's the revival of the sexy sax. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I know. It's that kind of night. <laughs> Look, I, a, win, a win's a win. I refuse to be on a show that doesn't show the sexy sax. We eat the sexy sax. <laughs> she put it back on. We're okay. She We're okay. Now we got to start all over. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the PHNX Suns post-game show. <laughs> the Suns beat the Magic Yay. 116 to 113. How are we feeling, everybody? Really awesome. <laughs> About to feel a little bit better. I just want my sacks, man. Like, I need my I don't know why. There we go. It's almost like instant calm as soon as I hear the sax. I don't know what producer in their right mind would ever cut that short and deprive the people of this greatness that is the sexy sax. I mean, to be fair, Emma, you and I were on the same team as getting the sexy sax back for this season. So I'm surprised you This is definitely on you. So so we we were on a break. (laughs) We were on a break. From the sexy sax tonight. We were on a break. Your friends fan. I, I no, I know, but why? I, I don't know because Emma decided did we were she, on a break. Did the did the song <laughs> cheat on us? Uh, I think it did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out to Josh Akogi late in this game. Obviously, came down to the final few seconds. Played really good defense, and that's something that you haven't been able to really say about the Suns for a minute now. He hit a three too, which was only his second of 10 attempts tonight. So 20% baby, <laughs> but it happened when we needed it. Hey, and those two came when? When Lindsay wasn't there. Yeah. Right after Lindsay <laughs> tried to say that I was the problem. I was like, no, I'm not the problem. <laughs> I mean, kind of, you're the jinx. I didn't say you were the problem, but you were the jinx because We've been talking about Josh Cody Kogi being a knockdown three-point shooter since January of 2023. <laughs> the one show where you lean into it and you yell out the chant, Josh Kogi <laughs> knockdown three-point shooter, is where it all went to shit. 
I just want to say. He just stopped being a knockdown three-point shooter the minute you leaned into it. I just want to say that I was not the only one to shout that on that show. I believe all of us did. Gerald did not. I, I well, think Gerald never participates in our reindeer games. I think <laughs> I think we're back to uh, saying it ironically. <laughs> I, it was never ironic for me. I was speaking for, it into existence. For Solid Eye? Oh, I know. <laughs> I was speaking it into existence. A hell of a block, though, to, to end the game it there was. by Josh Okoge. I'll give him credit for that. It was a yes. very risky, yeah. calculated gamble, and it paid off. Thank goodness. And also, Ish being right there to be able to get that ball to make sure no second-chance opportunities after that block either. So, And, and technically, this game was kind of won by Josh Okoge at the buzzer at uh, before halftime because they fouled him on a half-court Three-point shot, he hits three free throws, they win by three points. That's true. So. Or at the end of the first quarter when campaign hit the four-point play yes, that too. as time expired. Like, I mean, there was – listen, the Suns could have easily won this game, but they could have easily blown the, magics out, the magic out. But yes. man, I, I will say if there's any worry on, on, on my part, it would be the defense. The defense mm-hmm. continuously falls apart in the most – unideal of situations and they really got to shore that up yeah, it's weird it ebbs and flows mm-hmm. like first quarter it was non-existent second quarter wa- was a little bit better they hold them to 27 third was 27 you know but it, I, I don't know if it's their intensity if it's just the way they're rotating or not rotating at times but it's off right now and and i get it they did trade away a big piece of that defense, but this team was known for its team defense as well, and something is is off right now. And, and to be fair, to that point, it's not like the Suns were a tremendous defensive team even before the trade. No, not this uh, because no, Mikhail had was... Mikhail had taken a step back. He hadn't played, and he still uh, because of the the amount of play that he is or the offensive production he's had for the Brooklyn Nets. His defense has taking a step back. And so it, it's not like the Suns have been like a knockdown, lock it up defensive team all season. They've they've been struggling all year long, and, and they've really got to find a way to shore that up before we hit the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, because that's – you can't – when Kevin Durant is on this team, sure, everyone was saying you can outshoot anybody, right? If our offense is this good, do you really need – that good of defense well we don't have Kevin Durant right now so you can't rest on that Mm -hmm. you do need to play defense and even when Kevin Durant does play again for this team you should still play defense because it's part of the game and it's important it's valuable I mean it is half the game it is quite literally (laughs) that's math Espo math in here (laughs) who needs Gerald when he got this brain right (laughs) oh my goodness but yeah that's that is one thing Saul I I agree with you on that I I would like to see the Suns kind of put a little more emphasis and focus on that especially in Kevin Durant's absence and if I recall correctly didn't DA mention that this morning at shoot around Mm mm-hmm specifically talked about how they need to rely more on their defense mm-hmm. right now than their offense. Yeah, for sure. So It was a little bit of the clutch, the clutch time Suns to a degree uh, in the fourth quarter. I did enjoy seeing that. Yeah. CP3 hit a couple uh, pretty big shots. Um, and as Brittany in the chat had said, guys, they hit all their free throws tonight. Oh. Well, and they needed every single one That's of them. Right. I mean, yeah, they did. They were 17 to 17. They still got outshot. Uh, or uh, had fewer free throw attempts than the Magic. The Magic had 23, but, I mean, they had to hit all 17 of theirs tonight. 
Yeah. I mean, that was a huge part of tonight's game. So kudos to them because they had struggled at times over the last month or so on on those free throw shots. So. Yeah, let's dive a little bit more into this one by seeing what's inside the box. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? What's in the box is a 116-113 win over the Orlando Magic. They snapped that three-game win streak. 47 rebounds for Orlando Magic, 34 for the Suns. That ain't great. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's that's not pretty. Uh, and, and points in the paint was uh, 58 to the to 40 in favor of Orlando. But do you know where they made that up? On three-point shooting. They were 13 of 35. The Suns were. The Magic were only 8 of 28. And that's how you get a 116-113 victory against a team that you should have kicked their ass, but you still get the win. Listen, yeah. the Orlando Magic are sneaky good. They kind of remind me of the the night was it the eighteen nineteen Suns? Yeah, Aiton's first year, where yeah. somehow, some way, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks twice that year, and that was two of their nineteen wins. Uh, and so, and they beat the Warriors twice this season. They already beat the brakes off the Suns the first time in Orlando, and they were giving them every bit of the problem. Now they're a tough team to play against if you if because of their movement. And EJ made a couple good points on the broadcast. One of the things the Suns have kind of fallen into a little too much is their lack of ball movement on the offensive side of, of the ball um, and really getting a little bit more of a free flow of gameplay on that offensive side. Uh, Orlando was moving and cutting and, and getting some easier shots than the Suns were, but the Suns have better players, and that's ultimately what prevailed. I had a buddy text me and say, the Orlando Magic feel like the Walmart version of the Milwaukee Bucks. Lots of length, pretty pretty good at switching on defense. Uh, they have some guys that can get hot offensively. Obviously, no Giannis, but but just the kind of team that frustrates this Suns team in terms of length. And I hadn't thought of it that way, but then I was like, yeah, you know what? They are kind of kind of like that. There is just a lot of guys that that muck it up for this uh, against a Suns team like this. And and we saw this tonight. I mean, Devin struggled outside of the third quarter in this game and I think part of it was just the way Orlando Orlando plays as much as it was him just not having a good game yeah I mean I'll give them credit absolutely but as far as Devin goes I think I think Devin's tired he played 43 minutes last night or what night was it what's today Thursday Tuesday (laughs) he played 43 minutes on Tuesday one of those nights um he's been carrying the load for the last four Mm -hmm. games five games for this Sun squad like I think Devin has kind of he's he's feeling it right now and then Monty was also some or Brittany in the chat I feel like it might, I think it was Brittany or Amelia was saying that book and DA both scared us tonight as far as potential injuries or something oh, like yeah. that I missed that so DA got got racked hey you gotta always protect the McNuggets uh oh. Fine. No, McNuggets you is said different. It. McNuggets it's is different. Thing. No, McNuggets is completely different. <laughs> no, it's always not. Got to it's a quote from a movie. Okay. And since you're quoting, I'll give you it. Thank Fine. You, you can you. have no, what movie? Uh, I don't know. The longest yard. I didn't there you know go. that. Yeah. Original yeah. or remake? The remake. Terry okay. Crews. Okay. You got to always protect the McNuggets. Uh, and yeah, he he took a little little shot to the to the to the huevos, and then um, and then book. I don't know if it's a groin. Some people were talking about his arm. Looks like maybe he he dinged his arm up. Um, there's a little bit of everything going on. Listen, you're getting to the time of the year where things are it, – it's just it, – it's a battle. It's a battle every single game. And if you don't come ready to play, 
things are going to happen in these games and you know you're subjected to, to injury and hopefully nothing is bad nothing that will keep any of these guys out but yeah they look pretty bang up towards the end of that game yeah i just think Monty needs to while yes we do want to win games and we do have to rely heavily on devin in this interim period of having Kev- not having kevin durant you cannot also then go too far as far as how much load you're putting on devin's back he can't be playing 40 plus minutes Every single night for the rest of two to three weeks until KD comes back. You're going to wear him down. Yeah. You, you just are. A million yeah, percent. I mean. Plus the mental yeah. load of that too, which I know Devin can handle it. I'm not saying he can't. But as a coach, you don't want him to have to. I mean, he still played the most minutes of anybody on the team tonight. He played 36 out there. Uh, I mean, it's fewer than he did the other night. But look, the bench came up tonight, though. They mm-hmm. came up big. In helping this team, you know, they had, I'm doing the quick math, it's 29, 34, 41 points for this team. I probably could have hit the team stat button, but I wanted to do the math myself. <laughs> 41 points <laughs> uh, off the bench uh, for this team tonight, which, you know, they've struggled mightily as of late too, but without them, uh, they don't get this victory this evening. So shout out to them. They picked up Book on a night where yeah. he wasn't otherworldly, and mm-hmm. that's that's what you hope from. Uh, with these guys, and they stepped up in what could have been otherwise a pretty ugly loss to an inferior opponent. Hopefully Buck can uh, take a little bit of time tomorrow and Saturday, put his feet up, get some rest, maybe enjoy a Four Peaks beverage to really just unwind. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> uh, the Suns Brew, of course. It has to be that one. That's That just makes sense, right? But just have a little bit of a break. You guys, on the other hand, Tomorrow, specifically, should ramp things up and go hang out at the Four Peaks Brew in Tempe to be to celebrate St. Patty's Day. They're going to have a blast out there tomorrow evening. All of the Four Peaks beer that your heart can desire. You do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. But in addition to this Four Peaks beer, the Four Peaks food as well. Oh, Four Peaks beer, Four Peaks food. Giant TVs all around the pub so you can watch all the March Madness and all the sports that you want to watch. Like, it's the perfect environment for all of these things. So make sure you check out our friends over at Four Peaks. <laughs> all right, let's not bury the lead. Espo, you brought up the bench. We got to go ahead and name our draft king, king of the game. Of course, tonight it's going to go to Cam Payne. Cam Payne finished with 18 points. He had five assists. He was three of five from deep. I'm so glad that Cam Payne found his confidence, found his pizzazz. His, campaign looked like campaign tonight. Je ne de quoi. Yes. Uh, campaign looked like he just finished a uh, 100-meter sprint. Just <laughs> he crossed in that graphic. Oh, we never. <laughs> okay, him. but his little, I don't even know, celebration when he was sitting on the floor, that was fantastic. That was a new one. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that because I couldn't see it from It's the, all the over the internet, yeah, so you'll, it's you'll been see gift. it. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was immediately one that was clipped and put out. I love that. Um, but, yeah, campaign played fantastic tonight. It was good to see him return to form because this is the campaign we need. Oh, you have to have this campaign if you hope to go deep in the playoffs because this is the guy that – can completely change the narrative about the Suns bench single-handedly. He's a guy that can wind up going out there 
and scoring in, in, in droves, and he has that attitude. Mm -hmm. This team at times this year has missed that swagger, has not had it as a whole, and campaign is very much an attitude guy, a guy that can bring that for the entire squad and get them going. That, that uh, four-point play uh, that he had was, was huge for this team uh, and gave them energy in what was otherwise a completely lackluster quarter uh, that they had. And really, he kept the crowd in it, especially in that first half. So shout-out to Campaign. Hopefully this is we're getting the 2021 campaign that's reemerging and he can ride that out through the playoffs. Yeah, um, Cam, I, we said it the other night until, you know, Monty decided to, to, to ice him out. Um, he provides the juice. Yeah. And nobody provides the juice like campaign, baby. Let's go. And so he was, he was awesome. Uh, I think he still has a little bit of trying to figure out things. Sometimes he tries to make a play so much that he puts himself in bad positions oh, by yeah. turning the ball over. He, he, he can stop a lot of that. But again, uh, for every turnover, he has a phenomenal play and some swagger to back it up. And everybody loves to see it. And it's great. Yeah. You mentioned that Monty kind of iced Cam out the other night. He did give him a little bit more run tonight, though. And I don't know if that was riding the hot hand or trying to give Book a little bit of a break. But Cam stayed in a little bit longer in that second quarter than normal. He, he, yes, this is facts. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. What do you think it is? Do you think it's more trying to give Book a little bit of a rest, a longer rest, or saying, hey, Cam, you're looking good. Keep going. I mean, I think I think Monty kind of realized he kind of effed up the other night, is what I think, by not playing campaign a lot more than he did. Mm -hmm. um, they were in a battle. Campaign was looking pretty good against the Bucks, And for whatever reason, Monty was like, yeah, enough of that shit. Sit your ass down. Let's lose this game. <laughs> like, okay, why? Uh, so I, I think he kind of learned a little bit from his mistakes, and he, and he played a little, a little bit more. I don't think it was necessarily to just spell Booker, but I think it was more a, a learning lesson from the last game to try and fix what's, uh, you know, to, to prevent a pass mistake again. Well, and look, Monty's going to do, have to do that at times uh, in, the, in this playoffs, well, this stretch, and then in the playoffs, too, is ride a hot hand, which we haven't seen him do. Uh, in recent memory, I wish he'd kind of, uh, you know, Mr. Freeze, Terrence Ross a little bit <laughs> right now and go, y you could go sit down, uh, Terrence, uh, at times. Uh, he had 17 or 16 minutes tonight and only seven points. But uh, Cam Cam looked great. I'm glad he got mm -hmm. the extra run. I don't, I don't know that it was necessarily as much about Book, but it's a lot easier when Book is not shooting well uh, and Cam is to go, hey, well, take take another minute or two, yeah, uh, and do that. And Cam stepped up in it. I mean, twenty one minutes uh, and eighteen points is uh, is exactly uh, what you what you're going to need out of him. And maybe not the full eighteen, but you're going to need him to to participate like that. So. Mm -hmm. And you know, I know Monty's a creature of habit, and the guys also likely know that about Monty at this point. But it's got to feel good if your campaign and Monty gives you the nod to stay in a few extra minutes. Like you want to talk about a confidence boost. Monty changing his ways for you. <laughs> that would make me feel pretty good. But Cam is one of his guys. 
We can't forget that. This is not like he did it. Is he for, yeah, I mean. Yes, but I still, it, even if you are one of his guys, he still doesn't change that often. I also would say uh, Booker was not exactly on point tonight. Oh, He was struggling a little bit shooting the ball. <laughs> so to defer to campaigns, probably a little easier in a situation like that mm -hmm. than it normally would be. Yeah. One thing that Monty did say, uh, and Gerald will give us more on this, but Gerald did tweet out that Monty said, as far as campaign goes, he's starting to get back to the campaign we all know and love and appreciate. It takes guys a while. He's had some nagging injuries. So maybe he is just starting to feel good in his body and injury-wise, overall healthy Is now. there any update on Booker by chance? Not yet. Okay. I'm really... Um, I'm oh, wait, no. I, there is one. Sorry. He said, as for Devin Booker, Monty Williams said he thought it was just a matter of general soreness, especially after playing 43 minutes on the second night of a back-to-back -back the other day. General That's it that we General got so soreness. Far. General soreness. Uh, we love soreness, don't yeah, we? Soreness, it's, yeah. it's, been, it's been upgraded. It's now a general. General soreness, yeah. It used to be lieutenant <laughs> soreness, now it says general. Uh, yeah, I'm a little concerned about that uh -huh. uh, because book in that damn groin or hamstring, <laughs> it's, it's always one of those two yep. that you're just like, man, God, bless America. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. If he's out and KD's out, for, for any of the next this, few weeks. This city's going to lose its damn mind if oh. Devin is out at any point in time during Kevin Durant's absence. Yeah, your margin of error is about that much right now. Lord you can't, I mean, if you're missing both of them, you're now going to have to rely on campaign to be a major scorer. The, you know, it, it will be interesting. Let's hope it is just soreness and something that, you know, Playing fewer minutes tonight, having a couple days off back to back before playing on Sunday is enough to kind of just say, okay, I, I feel better now. Get some treatment and, and yeah. be okay. The most important thing at the end of the day is we won. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, Emma? We won. We won, right? Win. Win, 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 win. Curve everything else. Win, 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 win. Ew. There you go. We haven't heard that for a while. We haven't heard that one in a while. Man. You did that so What a well, time so. to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once again, congratulations, campaign, for being our DraftKings king of the game. We did not do bets tonight, um, like our DraftKings picks of the game. So we're all just going to stay where we are. And we'll pick it back up on Sunday. Yeah. But the oh. leaderboard is me, Saul, and then Espo. So she's just running out the clock, right? <laughs> you are, you hey. noticed she hey. didn't say, hey, yeah. we didn't make no, any no, picks. No. Maybe we should she, make some picks. Hey. Some, no, to be fair. To you, you, no, no. You want to know what's funny? To, to is he fair. brought it up to me. To be fair. At the restaurant. To be fair. <laughs> one of the other, uh, one of the people that came to our to our uh, takeover we said, hey, uh, I didn't see your guys' bets. And I was just like. Hey, we're just going to take the night off. So I was with you. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was on your side. On it just by the time we remembered it, it was like, this is just too, too much. Late. We're going to call it a day. We're all in agreement. We're staying where we are. But if you want to get in on the action before Sunday's game, be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with that code PHNX and new customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with that code, PHNX, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, Saul, you mentioned the watch party. Yeah. I think we should talk about it. Let's do it. It was a lot of fun. So, we had our watch party uh, today with some of our friends, and it was a whole lot of fun. It we was. got together before the game started. We 
had some drinks. We had some food. We had a really great time. The, yeah, the Desmond um, was fantastic. Dude, the Desmond was phenomenal. Yeah. The, the food was elite. The, the pizza was awesome. The wings, like the whole nine the yards. Shane and I got Shirley Temple's. Mine was non-alcoholic and his was alcoholic. And they... He said his was bomb, and my Shirley Temple was fantastic. Sometimes Shirley Temples are just gross, and it's like, it's it's like the it's mm -hmm. the basic mocktail. And so I was like, shout out to you guys for actually putting in a little effort for yeah. those of us who can't drink. Exactly. No, it was it was phenomenal, and it was so man. You know, one of the things that's starting to happen uh, that I that I really just love is everybody that comes out is like now starting to, to uh, learn. become friends. Yeah. Learn yes. who everybody else is and who they are in the chats. Like MCG blues over here. Brendan talking, and Mark. Are talking to Brendan and Mark. Yeah. yeah like it's it just, it's, so awesome how this is starting to build and build and build and this community is getting bigger and bigger and I, yeah. like that's that's what we hoped would happen and it, it's so we we're so excited um we can't wait and i was there sam calm down i was there <laughs> i was just in the back trying to get into the picture but i couldn't Saul was working his ass off tonight <laughs> out drink tickets checking off lists giving out shirts the man put in more work than i've seen him do and well, that's how it's bad now you i just, didn't mean it as see, a rant see, i was like yeah always goes one step too yeah, far he doesn't where know like, when to stop here's the compliment and then it's like oh by the way let me throw in a subtle jab like, oh man this is this a nice car watch out for that heart boom Lindsay did her usual so Saul was working hard <laughs> <laughs> screw you us <laughs> so, no, it was it was fun we actually had one of uh one of the uh, takeover guys in here yeah shout out right um yeah. Espo ate a shoe. Yes, he I did. did. I'm sure you guys all want to see that yeah. too. Yes. So we we recorded it and we have I, it here for you guys. In. So you get to watch him eat the shoe. Emma, you ready to show the yeah. shoe eating? How about video? that shoe, huh? Yeah. That was your cue. That was your cue. I promised to eat a shoe that Katie wound up here before the trade deadline, and I am a man of my word, sort of. <laughs> Nike. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Chewy. That's good chew. You should have shoved that cake in his face. I should have. You had the perfect opportunity now watching back like you came around. See, but you totally could have so done it. Here's the thing about Saul Bookman. What? I have class. And I don't like to embarrass people like that. So, you know, I just, I just, you know, hey, let him have his moment. He ate the shoe. Saul's so so a good man. I want to give a shout out to. It would have been funny, though. It would have uh, been really funny. <laughs> and in hindsight, Sorry, I really well. wish I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny. I want to give a shout out to Ryan Stiegman uh, of Cakes by Stiggy, who made the cake. Fantastic job. Uh, you can check him out at Cakes by Stiggy. That's S T I G G Y. Or you can find him on all socials, Cakes by Stiggy. Uh, big Suns fan. Uh, has watched her show and 
wound up making uh, or, or providing the Nike tonight. I'm not going to say that it was anything other than a wonderfully tasty cookies and cream Nike. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for making that and uh, check them out if uh, if you need a shoe. Okay, so I'm not throwing shade because the cake was fantastic. Mm-hmm. The actual cake itself and the frosting was bomb. But everybody knows that fondant, which is what you have to use in order to make something look mm-hmm. like yeah. that cake, fondant is awful. And Mark in the chat said, ew, fondant close enough to eating a shoe. So you did take a big old <laughs> bite of the fondant. It's true. So I'll give you that. I ate all fondant in that first bite. But yeah. the cake was actually super bomb. It was like a marble cake. Yeah. And I, it was good. It was, it really, was really good. Really it good. was really good. He, he took a, a picture of this shoe that we have on the set and created it and did a pretty spot on job on that Jermaine O'Neal shoe. So. Not only that, but like everybody got a piece. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a piece of the cake. And uh, everybody enjoyed it. It, it was yeah. fantastic. And we even had a little bit left over for our good folks at the Desmond. And they shared it amongst the staff, which I thought was really cool. Um, again, if you haven't been to the Desmond, uh, they are not a, a partner of ours in terms of sponsorship. But uh, we really loved the environment now. there. We're absolutely friends now. I encourage you to go down there. It's one block away from the arena. Great food, great vibes, great little Irish bar kind of yeah. feel uh so for tomorrow for st patty's you probably just go there and rock it it's or cool. actually you know what you should do yes what you should do yes because uh Tell who, um let me look hold yeah. on let me see eric in the chat said that looks so much fun it was it was and here's the deal our next phnx sun's takeover is dropping tomorrow at noon that's right we are doing another one of these the last on one of april the season. 6th against denver we're gonna be hanging out uh, at the Desmond again. So you get to check out all of this information. It's going to be super fun. Uh, um, uh, not only, not listen, we've done a couple takeovers and we've been in an upper deck. The, the, the two takeovers that we did, we were yes. in an upper deck. This one, lower level against the number one seed, Denver Nuggies. Yeah, you thought I was going to get me. Uh, and, and you get this shirt the valley sicko shirt the valley sicko shirt the actual one Saul's wearing yes you get it all sweaty and everything because <laughs> i just ran over on here it too early yep, today. i got a little, little, little so sauce you know it's game worn food and drinks uh <laughs> everything provided we only have 20 tickets to sell 20 tickets so we're dropping this in our diehards chat and we are dying dropping this on in our regular twitter all at the same time, it's first come, first serve. Those things are going to go like that. Yes, so, tomorrow at noon. It's cheaper than set your anything alarms. you're going to find yeah. anywhere to get yes. in that so build. So put, uh, put it in your calendar now. Come hang out with us. Um, we're Like you said, Discord, Twitter, gophnx.com. And if you are a diehard, you still get your discount, just FYI. Okay, so keep an eye out for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really excited. <laughs> <sighs> Well, it's not it's not that I wasn't I wasn't lying. I just was trying not to burp. <laughs> That's even better. Like it just kind of started to get a little like uh-oh. this is gonna come, but I'm gonna exactly. Like this. exactly. <laughs> I don't know what to do for that. Maybe I should stop at Circle K and get some Sprite on yeah, the way home. Maybe, That'll help maybe. get it out. Ginger, you know ale. I mean? Ginger ale. Yep. I do love me a good stop at Circle K. When my tummy hurts, I drink ginger ale. Yeah, and, and Circle K has ginger ale. Shut up, Max. And if you guys have not already <laughs> learned or sent your text in, we, we have teamed up words. with Circle K to yeah. give one of you an opportunity to win a $500 <laughs> gas card thanks to our brand new partnership with them. So if By you have not code already, 31310. 
PHNX. You had to text PHNX to 31310 for a chance to win a $500 gas card. See show notes for details. Text it to Sean Marion, Sean Marion, Tori Craig. There you go. Easy way to remember. I was like, what? But now I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. All right. Um, How else are you guys feeling about tonight's game? Is there anything else that really stood out to you from this one that you would like to discuss? Yes. What is that? So Espo made a point earlier, and I didn't know if I was really feeling like this because I kind of – it's taken a long, long time for me. Um, I think (laughs) – I think – Oh, it's the one I made at the game. I think (laughs) it's time. For Landry Shamit to come back. I think this bench really? needs him. I think this bench needs him. I really do. At least, uh, for nothing else, another ball handler and somebody that can at least throw up a three um, and make at least three out of ten as opposed to the two out of ten that Josh Kogi made. Well, and he's, I mean, he's a better defensive guy than he gets credit for. And the defense. Mm-hmm. Which I yes. think this bench could really use. And, you know, him and campaign in there – I I never thought I'd get to this place, but I really think he is somebody that can help him down the street. Whoa, whoa, you whoa. Know, Did I just see a picture of something? Yes, but don't bring it up yet. Don't bring it up yet. That's a tease. Y'all going to have to stay tuned to find out what's happening. Oh, my God. I, I think we should leave. I'm so upset I, right now. I, you guys? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Together. I can't keep it together, Lindsay. Keep it together. Landry Shamit, though, for real, though, you're not the first. And this has been now, I think, since the Kings game, when people started to actually throw this out there as somebody who could potentially bring some calm to the bench, if you will. Yes, I agree. I I, I agree. I also, um, I just, you know, I just think that there is something about Landry Shamit that would... Uh, that would maybe ease it a little bit more for Terrence Ross and possibly TJ mm-hmm. Warren. Uh, Cause it just looks like those two guys are trying to go through it. They're trying to learn this system. They're trying to figure out their way and, and defensively, especially uh, they, they need a little bit more stability on that side of the ball. So even, I don't even care about the offensive side. Like I think they will be fine offensively, especially when Katie comes back, but defensively they, they need some guys to be able to stay in front of the ball, stop picking up these ticky tack fouls and, and play solid defense. So yeah, uh, so Frank, yes, I am missing Shamit. Thank you for your super Thank chat. Thank you for your Frank. super chat. Yep. Yeah. Easy said Saul really asking for Shamit. I mean, what? Sh- Shamit always got the short end of the stick. Well, and was some of it deserved? Yes. So. <laughs> but I also think we kind of just piled on a, a little bit at times because it was fun to do. Yeah. I will say that. Uh no. Uh, I am the bus driver of this tri- of this bus. Bus driver of this bus. Yes, I have been anti Shamit for the longest time. I continue to be anti Shamit because, but right now, you gotta you gotta go with him. You guys, you gotta hope he comes back before the playoffs because nobody else is playing defense in that second unit. Dude's just. Yeah, I mean, I think you could definitely. Give some of Terrence Ross's minutes there. I, but wh- what about taking some off of Book's plate? I mean, when, when you don't want to play him 43 minutes well, yeah. a night. I mean, before the playoffs, sure. But I'm playing Book uh, 45 a night if yeah, I have to. Yeah, I'm talking about title. like right now, yeah. not the look, playoffs. Look, and I don't know. I mean, with as long as shamit has been out, who knows what you'll get. But I, I very much think this bench needs another piece, another option that Monty can turn to. 
when those corner threes aren't falling. I, look, I, I get it that he's not he's not otherworldly, but he's somebody that can help, and I think that's what this bench needs uh, right now. So. I, I, I fear that we are in a point right now this season, and I know that we have high hopes on KD, mm-hmm. but it, it does feel like right now that this team, it needs a lot of things to kind of go right in order to win a championship this season. And because I just don't feel like they have the continuity, especially on the defensive end, to be able to to compete at a, at a super high level. Now, there's still 15 games, I believe, 15 or 14 games left in the season. There's still plenty of time to try and rectify that. And we all know we've seen teams take a big jump in the playoffs because of the sense of urgency and the, and the desperation. So I'm not saying it's impossible, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not going to happen at all. But... I am concerned right now, and if if you were telling me on a scale of one to ten how concerned am I, I'd probably say I'm a, probably about a three or a four, which is a lot higher than I thought I'd be with KD. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens. I, nobody anticipated this being where we are in mm-hmm. the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's not. It's just it's fair to ha- it's fair to have mixed emotions right now because yeah. everyone expected some this team to look completely different. This was supposed to be like us riding off into the sunset headed towards the playoffs. You know what I mean? I never felt like that because I wanted to see this first. And those yeah, first but it three- was all excitement. There was oh, there yeah. was no there was no negative to it. It was like I'm so excited to see what this looks like. I still am. Yeah, I still am. And, <laughs> yeah. And unfor- but unfortunately, like, but it being we, put on the back burner killed that excitement. We yeah. we got him against two kind of scrubby teams, and then a good team, but not a great team, in the Dallas Mavericks, who did have our number. And mm-hmm. you got to see, uh, you can see that uh, that Katie's value is tremendous, but. Still, like, I want to see him. I want to see the whole package together against a team like the Nuggets or a team like the Warriors and stuff like that. And unfortunately, the three games that we just had before tonight were those games, and we and we didn't get to see it. So, we'll, we'll I'm sure everything's going to be fine. I have high hopes. I have high expectations. Um, I have high expectations for the for the remainder of KD's contract. Um, I have high expectations for this team, but um, there's still so much left to prove for this team. And there's so much more to try and figure out before they get to the, to the parts of the season and the playoffs that are just really crucial um, to winning. Yeah. Uh, Psycho Hawk 2000 in the chat said, can we talk about our issues getting the ball in bounds in clutch time? Feels like it's been an issue all season long. Well, I mean, the last two years, that guy in clutch time inbounding a ball, Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, so you're without that guy, and now you're asking other people to to make those decisions, and I think that becomes a, a challenge. I mean, you you have to have a certain mindset to mm-hmm. do that right and not panic, knowing that 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 clock's ticking on you for five mm-hmm. seconds, uh, and you're trying to find the right guy, and make the right pass. So, look at the end. I think they made the right moves, calling those timeouts, ensuring they didn't make a dumb dumb play. Passing it in. And, but, you mean like getting trapped in the corner and throwing it overhead uh, to the half court and then losing the game on a buzzer oh, beater, yeah. basically? Uh, you mean uh, Virginia? <coughs> Virginia? Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like, I I do uh, – I think that I, I think that that's what's going on here, and they're trying to find – right. plus, without KD there, it's a lot easier to put pressure on Book and CP3 uh, when they're trying to get open to get an inbound pass as well. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Kenner had said, good point, Espo. Honestly, it really was, though. Like, I didn't even think about who we were missing yeah. in those situations. So yeah. that's really it's good one of those perspective. Things, like, you know, in football, you never think of the kicker, the punter, till they do something stupid. Well, that's right. the inbound play passer, too. You mm -hmm. never think of an inbound guy mm -hmm. unless he makes a mistake. And that's why nobody really thought about how great uh, that uh, that – Jay was at that. I hate. I mean, I I hate to admit it, but yeah, he was good at mm -hmm. uh, at at some things for this team, and that was one of them. I mean, we could say that he was a good player for the Suns, and 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 not. That's like saying something nice about your ex. Like I just, I never was somebody that wanted to do that until uh, years removed. I can see plenty of good things <laughs> about my exes. Some of them. Yeah, I can too. They're not mine anymore. They're my exes. <laughs> Those are some good things. So, I, by think, the way, I think it's all about the way that it, the breakup happened. That's all it is. But, by the way, the way let me say happened. that I, I neglected to mention this during the shoot. My wife was the one that actually found uh, Cakes by Stiggy and got that done. Yeah. So thank you, Trace. I appreciate you doing that too. Super awesome. Okay, I'm guys. always walking the back. I got a message like, hey, you forgot to, you forgot to give your shout out. So. Okay. So here's the I, I thing. Take care of it. Um, we have something that What's is with, going. What Gerald? Is, what is with you right now? What do you mean? When did you summon the powers of Mike Luke? Here's the thing. Here's the Call thing. When did you start saying Does this? Does he say that a lot? Oh, my. Every... That's like his catchphrase. <laughs> did I say that a lot today? You said it like four or five times. <laughs> have I? Here's, Here's the, the thing. thing. I'm like, what the heck? Look at Max. He's like, what is going on? I, I don't keep, know. I keep waiting for you to be like, here's the thing. Code word PH and X. I keep waiting for that to come out of your mouth next. I didn't realize that I was saying that a lot today. My bad. R.I.P. Mike uh, Luke uh, for uh, our, our Wildcat. Uh, our wild He's still alive. I'm sorry. Arizona Wildcats. My beloved Wildcats. Wildcats took the big ass hell today. It was devastating. Mike Luke is still alive. I'm sorry. I should not say R.I.P. I'm in R.I.P. to my Wildcats. Season he meant rest in podcast. Take a what? break. You don't have to do a show tomorrow. <laughs> uh, rest in place. <laughs> well, listen. Here's the thing, okay? <laughs> when Gerald is going to be joining us here shortly, and when he joins us, oh we're going to have a full-on meltdown happen on this set. But before we do that, just a reminder, if you also have a meltdown by what you see, OGs is here for you, okay? The emotions, Can they'll I help you find, you know, your calm. The happy balance and the brand new strawberry and cream cream flavor will keep your body good, your mind good, mm -hmm. all the things, right? It's a one-to-one -one CBD THC ratio. It is, it's great. It's perfect. Yes. If you are about to have just as much of a meltdown as these two are going to have when Gerald joins oh. us. So check them out. They, you can find them at your local dispensary or by checking out ogsbrands.com. You do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy. Listen, if OGs is not your thing, Illegal Pete's has you hooked up with margaritas. So margaritas, burritos, quesos, you can drown out and eat out your sorrows as well. and edibles going on today in the show. Nothing will cure your ales like fresh limes, tequila, and sweet agave. So try out Illegal Pete's. Pete's coin premium or frozen or margarita. Just, and don't forget about happy hour just, three to six every single day. Or just pour that delicious queso all over your body and just enjoy. I mean. I mean. Hey, you shut your mouth, Emma. It's piping hot if you read what Max wrote in the Give ad description. Give me that That's what he said in that thing. Just, uh, Emma, is Gerald officially here? 
He's working did, on it. He's trying to get in. Okay. Did, did you guys see it, the Discord, uh, <laughs> our diehard only Discord, uh, today that apparently uh, Amazon's going to come out with satellite internet uh, little things that you can have run your phone and they want to do a GoFundMe to get Gerald one so he doesn't have Wi-Fi problems at the footprint That's anymore. hilarious. <laughs> we should um, totally do that. We should totally do that. <laughs> But okay, so let me let me we'll we'll bring Gerald in and then we'll show you what I've been teeing or teasing here, okay? Let's go, Emma. In the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome, you <laughs> Hi, Gerald. You're dead to me, first of, all, first of all, Gerald. How dare you? How dare you so that we can bring i'm glad you're muted right yeah, now and we can't hear you we just keep it muted how dare you so that sir. we can bring everybody up to speed the one and only emma stone was in the building tonight and gerald borgay himself tracked her down and got man. a photo Boo! with her Boo! this man how in the hell this is why gerald was late to the show you guys he was too busy tracking down Emma Stone. Did you at least ask her to come on the program at some point? I did not. I oh, my gosh. One job. One job. I bust my ass for this company, Gerald. Come on. You couldn't have just been like, hey, you want to come hang out? So here's the thing is I, was, <laughs> I came up. Gerald, Gerald, the joke is because I said, here's the thing, like five times apparently today and didn't realize it. And they oh, really? just made fun of me for it. The so. spirit, the oh, spirit of Mike Luke is within you. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, because I like came up and introduced myself, said hello. And then I knew there was a Suns player behind me and I'm pretty sure it was Devin Booker. So I was like, I got to get this selfie off now or I never will because I'm about to be overshadowed by the face of the franchise. <laughs> so I got my picture in there and I got out before she could say no. So we're, we're good. Did she end up talking to Booker? Yes. Okay. Right. Did you I'm assuming eavesdrop? So. No, I, I did not because I was trying to go find DeAndre Ayton to get an injury update on him. I couldn't track him down, but I did get stuff on Tori and, and Devin Booker. And uh, I think Dwayne... Uh, tweeted about DA. So we have lots of injury updates too. Well, Gerald, that's not what we care about here. Yeah. We care about what Emma Stone and Devin Booker were talking about. Yeah, Gerald, I, got so, I got an injury update for you. You broke my heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. So I did ask Book because I was I was like, Emma Stone's in the house. And he was like, yeah, looking forward to meeting her. And I was like, I'm a big fan. He's like, I'm a big fan of her work too. So I'm sure he went over and said hello after he left the locker room. Did you say, hey, Em? I did not. I said, hi, Emma. <laughs> Man. He, he kept it real proper. Gerald, Gerald real is proper. coming up in this world, you know? Like, the little 22-year-old fresh-faced guy that used to be around the arena not talking to anybody. Now he's, like, <laughs> taking selfies with hey, A-list celebrities. Emma, I mean, Can before you know it, you're just going to be too big time for us. I know, right? Me. Hi, I, Mr. Esposito. I'm Gerald Borgay. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> now he's like, yeah, well, I'm at Emma Stone. You did. <laughs> I see how it is. I don't Jerry. like the way this. I don't first, like the direction. First, it was going. the muscles that were getting big. Now it's the ego. I get it. It's all good. Man, next season, Joe's not going to be able to fit through the door. <laughs> all right, uh, Gerald, give us the injury updates, please. Gerald's like, I hate it here. 
wanna. I don't wanna anymore. <laughs> he said no. You don't get him. He's like, my spirit has been broken. That's the only injury you need to know You're about. You're the one that took the picture <laughs> and sent it yeah. over. You brought this on yourself, Kurt. Let's talk some okay. basketball. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I did ask Book in the locker room because he was grimacing at the end there, and people were speculating maybe he pulled something. It, it didn't look like he had a good look on his face. Um, but he honestly, he, the way he reacted, he didn't know what I was talking about. He said he's fine. Um, so I, hopefully there's nothing wrong with that. Monty said after the game, he felt like he was just dealing with general soreness after playing 43 minutes on the second night of a back-to-back the other night. So he thinks that's what it was. I don't know if I'm buying that, but it was the most minutes he's played since he's come back, and it was on the second night of a back-to-back. So he was probably still hurting a little bit from that. Um, so the good news is, as of right now, it doesn't seem like anything serious is going on with Book. Okay, so you had mentioned that um, there was something shared about DA. Maybe Dwayne Rankin shared that. And then you said something about Tory Craig. Was that an injury update? Okay. No, so Tory, I, I got the chance to talk to him in the locker room because we didn't really get to get a hold of him after the Bucks game the other night. Um, I asked him about the heel, first of all, and he said it's still a little sore, but just another nick and bruise for him to play through, which he's been doing all season. Um, and then I asked him about the tooth, and he confirmed he did break his tooth. He had to go to the dentist and get it fixed. Um, he was saying you know, it was a, a simple procedure, but they had to use a drill, and he's not a fan of drills, so he wasn't happy about that. Um, and he said he still has a sensitivity to cold drinks after getting his tooth worked on. Um, and I, I asked him, I was like, Giannis was your former teammate. Did you invoice him or anything? And he said, yeah, I told him he's going to have to send me 20 bucks, wire me 20 bucks for that tooth. Uh, but he said he's got me, so we'll see. So twenty uh, bucks, that's pretty 20 cheap. Bucks? Yeah, can Where you the ask fuck him did his, he go yeah, to Mexico you, and get his tooth fixed? Can you ask him what health insurance he has? Jesus. I went in on so, that. <laughs> it could have been twenty k. The audio's a little jumbled. I couldn't tell if he said twenty k or twenty. <laughs> see, that sounds more like it's it. Very jumbled. Like Loki, if he's still having sensitivity to cold, he's gonna have to get a root canal. If his tooth broke and they put a cap on it and it still hurts, he has to get a root canal. Well, he, he is now known as uh, Tory the Tooth Craig. So, oh my god, I'm pretty sure Shaq actually called him that tonight. There you go. So, how's the how's Da? Yeah, so I didn't get a hold of Da, but Dwayne and I think Kellen did. Uh, Dwayne tweeted out that it's his right groin that was the injury there. Uh, Monty wasn't sure if he hit his hip or what it was, but he, when he went up for that offensive rebound and he came back down. It looked like it was a contact thing. Um, and Monty was saying, you know, he wanted to push through it. But I looked at his face and there's a soreness face and there's a pain face. And he said it looked like a pain face. Um, but credit to him for pushing through that. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. Luckily, they have a couple of days off between now and their next game on Sunday. Um, so hopefully he'll be feeling better. Monty said they're going to take tomorrow off uh, because he said it was an emotional week full of a lot of close games. Shorthanded, obviously with the travel guys just need to fill their cups a little bit um so hopefully da will get the opportunity to do that and be okay for sunday was that a groin pun <laughs> fill their cups no not at all <laughs> he said not intentionally wait 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 wait, 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 wait. I, I do have one other follow-up question real quick I'm sorry i need you to clarify i need you to show us the people the viewers because we desperately need this what's the difference between a sore face and a pain face <laughs> I think a sore face is like, and then like a pain face is like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the pain face is the one you make every time you have to sit between Saul and I. 
Pretty sure that's the paid face. Oh, I love you. You're a great sport for doing that. I appreciate that. Gerald, you did talk to Devin Booker. Other than talking to him about Emma Stone, did he talk at all about uh, his offensive game tonight and kind of what was going on there? Not really. I, I think it's just we talked a little bit about how they've been able to clog the paint and, and the importance of knocking down shots. And he was saying, and Josh was saying after the game as well, obviously he started 0 for 5 for 3 with a Kogi, um, but he was able to hit the next one, I believe, and, and spread the floor a little bit. They're just going to keep pushing through this. This is something I'll be writing about uh, in the next couple of days as far as DA's offense and how it's been so clogged for him and for Book recently. Um, but I, I think we're just seeing a little bit of that, a little bit of fatigue with the week that was, how many games they had to play, and the back-to-back and the level of competition they had to play. It was just kind of a, an off night for him. Um, but, you know, he, he was talking a little bit about the faith that they have in these guys, and, and Akogi was bringing up again, like Monty has always told him, I don't care if you miss six straight, you're going to shoot the seventh one um, because I'm going to pull you if you don't shoot it, shoot it as opposed to letting it fly. So. Um, it was good to see a couple of those late looks fall for them and, and open up the floor a little bit more. One other thing for you tonight, uh, Gerald, uh, there is a report, and I want you to, to confirm confirm this for me. Uh, have you officially taken on Shams for the title of Riz God? Oh, God. <laughs> not even not even remotely close. I'm happily engaged, man. So I'm going I'm to leave it at that. Why are you always trying to set people up for failure, man? Hey, you heard Jock ask me who I was going on a date with knowing I was married. So. Uh, I don't know if he knew you were married. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Gerald, uh, first of all, thank you so much for uh, coming to say hi to all the takeover peeps. They very much enjoyed it, and they cheered your name. Um, overall, with the Suns team, they got a couple couple games that on paper should be W's, but you know how this all goes. Uh, how important do you think the next two games are with OKC and the Lakers specifically? Yeah, they're very important. The Lakers have been playing a lot better recently. The Thunder, it, it's tough to beat. I think this will be the third time they've been playing them in the last two or three weeks or something like that. Uh, it's tough to beat a team that many times in that short of a span, especially if they do wind up playing Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who's missed the last two meetings. Um, and the Lakers have been playing well, like I said. So it's important to capitalize on these types of games, especially to start a road trip and with a couple of days in between now and then. Um, like Monty said, they need to fill their cup. And right now, nothing is going to come easy for this team. I, I think the Magic are a little underrated in terms of how they match up with the Suns just because of the length that they bring to the table. Um, but I, I do think they need to capitalize on these games because they do have a tough remaining schedule and they don't want to lose any ground in the West. Um, they want to build it up as much as they can before those tougher games. I know they got Philly coming up after that as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be important for them to defend a lot better than they have been. They gave up a ton of transition points tonight. They need to be a little more on their P's and Q's when it comes to that sort of thing. All right, gentlemen. It was a a fun game. Glad we snapped a three-game losing streak. Suns got a win. We got to hear the sexy sack. We got to give Gerald so much grief about tracking down Emma Stone and stealing a selfie with her. But but here's the thing. What you need to understand is that somehow Mike Luke still exists on this podcast, and that's a great thing. (laughs) But overall, we got to hang out with our friends at the takeover. Yes. Like, Tonight was just overall really solid night, and I'm glad that this is how we get to kind of close out the week because we do not have a show for you guys tomorrow. That is an off day for us, and then Saturday we will also take a day off. But Sunday, 
We'll be back. We've got our normal schedule, pregame show 30 minutes before tip-off, and then, of course, after the game wraps up. And I believe that was at 1230. Yeah, it's a brunch it's a with the beanie. Game, right? so, yeah. A brunch with the beanie. And a reminder, <clears throat> tomorrow, big-time drop, Nuggets game, ticket takeover uh, for our last takeover of the season, mm-hmm. lower-level tickets, uh, $200 or $160 if you're a diehard. Uh, so, and, and you know what was the cool thing tonight? Uh, I would say a majority of the people that were at our takeover were, in fact, diehards. It was phenomenal to see them come out and support. I saw some of the diehard merch, the jacket. I saw that tonight. Yeah, a lot man. of the a lot of the folks that came out are really starting to rep the brand and really rep the community, more importantly. And so we appreciate all of you all uh, for coming out and having such yeah. a great time. It was, I mean, we do not take that for granted whatsoever. We enjoy spending time with every single one of you. So thank you so much. And again, Gerald, thanks for taking some time to come up at halftime and say hey to everybody. Yeah, it was great to see everybody. I wish I could have talked with everybody a little bit more, but they had like a halftime performance going on. So hopefully next time I'll be able to say hello to everybody a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. Like I said, we'll see you all on Sunday. But until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Mm, when you say oh so, God. Jesus Christ. Hey, it was this- a request at the, at the whole thing. Let me do the Nookie monster. Mm, when, you, when you say something and stick your foot in your mouth, eventually you wind up eating shoe. Ahoy, hoy. To turn up the tempo, got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down like DA on the live.